I would wake up every single day and I would start crying. And I was crying because the pain and the guilt that I felt was unbearable. And it's quite strange. I, I, um, I'd become quite spiritual at that point, but not because I was asking for help. But because I was angry, I felt like I was being tortured by God. I felt like my God was torturing me, you know, was, was, was making me wake up with this pain and suffering. All I wanted to do was be dead. I just wanted to die. I just didn't want to live anymore. And every day that I woke up, I re I'd remember it. I'd start crying and halfway through the crying, I would look up at the ceiling and just scream. Scream, why are you doing this? Why are you torturing me? And that went on for, for, for months. And it was unbearable. I mean, you can understand why. If, 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 if you're waking up every single day with the same feeling, the same hatred, this intense, agonizing pain, you know, deep, deep inside of you that you just you don't want to live anymore, you know, it's no wonder that you're, you're, you're turning to the drugs to, to get that relief. Because when I would get high, that would all be gone. Welcome to Seeking the Self podcast, where we explore how we find and lose ourselves in the modern world. We didn't take medicine. We didn't go to doctors. I felt like I had lost her long before I actually lost her physically. And of course, we hadn't told a lot of people that she was sick because you don't tell people if you're trying to deny that it's real. None of us, I don't think, I, I never had that conversation with my mother. You know, I, I never said to her, so you've lost your faith, how are you? You know, so where is God in this? So you're dying, how are you? How are we? You know, we never had that talk. I think because for me, it just, I just didn't have the vocabulary for it. I didn't know how to have that kind of an open conversation because my whole life had been about not talking about those things because I didn't want to make them more real. And here, it was this ultimate reality, like looking me in the face, and I didn't know how to talk about it. It was like a baptism by fire. Uh, it was really traumatic. It was incredibly potent, and I had no idea what had happened to me, but it really felt like I'd been flung into hell. I spent a lot of time afterwards trying to integrate and understand that experience. And I think that is the main thing. That's my understanding with ayahuasca. And I, I see quite a few clients who've, who've had experiences as well. It's not so much about the actual ceremony. It's, what, it's how you process and integrate that into your conscious awareness afterwards that is really important.
more and more in this distracted world that we live in, this extroverted world that we live in, it feels so much more important that that kind of discourse that goes on in the consultation room happens outside the consultation room and that we can actually talk about and almost kind of educate in a way about how regular life experiences, everyday life experiences, as well as extreme experiences, can enable people to find an aspect of themselves that they were previously unaware of. There's so much focus on revealing aspects of ourselves, especially with technology and social media. There's a lot of focus on authenticity and genuine relating. And I think oftentimes people don't stop to query what that actually looks like or what it might mean. And so creating a space where you can dive into these untouchable subjects that are difficult and harrowing and also joyful and liberating to provide a space in which people can kind of walk through someone else's story alongside them and grow from their experiences and from the traumas or the liberations that they've experienced, I think is, is something which is, yeah, it's quite beautiful. Through everything that we hit, it's like initiation rites, through pain, through crisis, through failure, if we let them define us, and we become victims, a subpersonality or persona of the victim, then we're lost. You know, that's, that's, that's the ego taking over. If we get through it and look at it as an initiation right, as hard as it is, as painful and heartbreaking as it is, if we can walk through that pain and crisis and failure, then it strengthens the self. So very often we have to come in on our knees because if it was an easy journey, then what are we learning? I'm Dr. Aaron Balek. And I'm Natalie Nahai. And this is Seeking the Self. <laughs> 